Okay. Hello. Oh, hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Skype, the world of Skype, Lisa. Hello. We were here last week, weren't we? We were. <laughs> Have you done much Skyping this week? I did a few Zooming things. Did you? Mm. Who did you Zoom? Trivia last night with some oh, friends. How was that? Um, well, it was just, it, once again, just reminded me how shit I am at trivia. Right. <laughs> I was like, you know, out of ten, I was getting two out of ten in every round, so I kind of gave up. Yeah. How many of you were Zooming? Um, about eight. No, more than that. About ten. Quite a lot, isn't it? It's mm. quite a lot. Mm. It's hard work. Yeah. It's hard work. Mm. Um, friends asked if we wanted to Zoom everyone this afternoon, and I said, no, thank you. Thank <laughs> you for asking. <laughs> I'm done so. <laughs> this is um, playing Devil's Avocado, though. Yes, so we're doing a little um, podcast, aren't we? We are. Yes, and um, this time mm-hmm. we have some things to talk about that include Gogglebox, mm-hmm. Don't Waste Your Lockdown, mm-hmm. Sex Toys, possibly linked. <laughs> um, we've got some Culture Club because that's yeah. all we're doing. Yes. And then we talk about things that we miss and don't miss about our former lives. Yeah. Yeah, so That's it's sort good. of short and sweet. That's what we're aiming for at the moment, isn't it? Like Robbie Williams, who's not actually short, or probably not even sweet. Oh, OK. Well, <laughs> just like him then. <laughs> All right. You want to talk um, about Gogglebox first? Yes. I See, I was not enjoying this season as much, um, because they've got quite a lot of new people, haven't they? And I'm such a creature of habit. Mm. Um, I find it hard to sort of warm um, to them. But um, I've come round, and then because you told me to, I watched the latest episode last night, and it was absolutely gorgeous. I loved yeah. it. Um, yeah. They're really embracing the whole sort of, you know, at-home thing, aren't they? And they've done it in such a smart way. Um, I think it's so good. I really wish that this season would be extended so that we could just watch I'm it. I'm surprised they don't. Mm. I'm surprised they won't. Do, I'd be amazed if they don't because it's the only thing you can actually make at the moment, isn't it? You can't yeah. make a lot of TV. But, like, you know, it's it's literally just sitting around watching yourself, isn't it? Because it's like what yeah. we're all doing in lockdown is watching TV yeah. and, like, lives have been slightly changed, like... Um, Sarah Marie and her husband are sitting there and Jed's normally sitting there yeah. on a chair and he's on a screen. <laughs> and poor old um, Emmy, she's home yeah, alone, isn't yeah. she? Bless her. Yeah, but oh, it's, they're, really they're really her. embracing it, aren't they? The whole yeah. thing and talking about it, making you all feel like you're not alone. Yeah. And then did you see the Daltons, who are one of my favourite families, did um, a Q&A on Instagram mm-hmm. or Facebook? both can't remember um which i loved because obviously holly's the best person of all time <laughs> she's isn't she? she needs to get her, her spin-off show <laughs> she really does she's grown up from sort of sulky teenager to sulky young adult hasn't she yeah and honestly they just they're so mean to their dad aren't they it's just hilarious. hilarious he's obviously i think he works in advertising doesn't he he's obviously anyway quite you know accomplished big shot and then but it doesn't matter at home, at does home, it? At home yeah, he just gets bullied. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so great. I'm not, there's a couple of the new ones I'm not loving as much, but I think maybe it's just because the others are so ingrained in me They're now. so ingrained. You love them mm. so much, mm. don't you? Like, you can't imagine Anastasia not being there. And, no. Um, the, is it the Daltons? Is that their name? They are the Daltons, yeah, the aren't Daltons, they? Yeah. Yes. And um, the Sibberies, whatever they're called. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. lovely. But they all come and go, don't they? I mean, like, you'd think you'd miss the boys, Simon and Thingy, more, wouldn't you? <laughs> but, yeah. They, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
But it was interesting with the Daltons because they filmed it in Holly's bedroom. Oh. And um, they're very strict on Gogglebox about um, you're only allowed to sort of see them in the environs of their living room. Right. So, um, like, if you were to shoot them or want to shoot them in a different situation, you're not really allowed to. They're quite strict about um, Gogglebox and the, um, the characters right. and the people. Especially, well, in Australia they are. In the UK, they're on the cover of every magazine selling their babies and weddings and stuff. Mm. Um, so it was really interesting to see outside of their sitting room and see Holly's bedroom and then see a different view and everything. Well, I thought it was interesting. Maybe I'm just a bit of a loser. <laughs> <laughs> cannot, cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, you, can't anyway. Say you can't say we're wasting lockdown by getting obsessed about goggle boxes. Um, no, bedrooms, no, can you? you can't say that. Um, no. uh, this is something that has just been like, you know how you just see on everything on social media, people going, I'm going to write my novel. You should write a mm. novel. You should take up painting. You know, mm. we should all learn another skill. We should well, we all signed be... up for that course, didn't we? Yeah, I know. We're as bad. Have I you done any of it? No, have you? No. no. <laughs> of course not. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not stupid. No. Um, but, you know, like there's always that thing where you kind of feel like um, you should be doing more. Yes. But then I also feel like this isn't just a time that you can just relax into life and just have, you know, use the time to do all that painting course that you always wanted to do, whatever. For a lot of people, it's a very stressful time because you don't it know is. if you're going to have work. Um, yeah. You know, like there's so, people are so going much. To be well. Yeah, so trying much. Trying to keep people healthy. Yeah, and so many rules and things that you kind yeah. of, you know. Um, and so I don't necessarily think anyone needs to feel guilty for wasting lockdown. No. Definitely not. In fact, I would um, appreciate it if people didn't feel guilty. Yes, and embrace the the not improving themselves. Yeah, I think you can still have a nice life and go for walks and, you know, read yeah. and watch shows and, you know, try and keep healthy and all that sort of stuff. But I feel like there's a this kind of underlying pressure now yeah. to use the time wisely in yeah. inverted commas. My husband's yes, well, a big it, user of time wisely and he's oh, good at it, but that's fine. He can do that. I, I think, think if you're good at it, that's fine. But if you're good at just doing nothing and sort of lying around the house, that's fine as well. Like skill. you don't want to change your personality all of a sudden, do you? No. I did say, I mean, TAFE have got some courses you can do online now for free yeah. as well. And I mean, you know, in my, you know, moments of um, organisational clarity, mm. <laughs> I think, oh, I'll just do something fabulous. Mm. But, you know, I probably won't. I mean, when we do this podcast, it, it, that takes up time. It does. It takes about it half does. An takes hour, up it? Weeks, hours. <laughs> um, I did go for a walk the other day and um, down at the Oval mm. in Birchgrove in Sydney, which is the most beautiful oval. I think it was the, one of the original ovals. And it overlooks the harbour, and it really is the most magical spot. And um, there was a guy, and he had his stationary exercise bike on the oval and was riding his stationary exercise bike on the oval. Preposterous. <laughs> um, so, obviously, because I'm nosy, I stopped and said... Why um, the fuck are you doing What that? are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I said, did you bring that down from home? And he said, yes. He said, and this is a genius part, he said, yes, it's on wheels. But he didn't mean the actual <laughs> wheels of the bike. <laughs> He meant the actual exercise bike was on little wheels right. and he wheeled it down. I didn't ask, but I assume he lives in an apartment. Anyway, so I was chatting to him and um, he's got a dog. It was nice. 
kept my social distance. And then he told me that he was inspired by someone who brought their rowing machine down. Goodness gracious. And was on the rowing machine on the oval. Like, but not, it's, yeah, anyway. It does feel like a step too far. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally a step too I far. I thought it was quite um, ingenious. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. what's next? Uh, what is next? A treadmill down? Yes. Maybe a boxing gym? <laughs> yes. Maybe. Maybe you just, you know, take your oven down and do some baking there. Or... <laughs> take your couch down? Have a lie down? Yeah. Um, no, I agree with you that we shouldn't be putting pressure on ourselves. Marion Keyes wrote a lovely thing about it, um, which I posted, my mate, yeah. which I posted in the PDAs. I mean, honestly, and the other thing to remember is um, I feel like in Australia, at least, we've calmed down a bit now. But uh, there was a point where we were in fight or flight mode for weeks, wasn't mm. there? Do you, like, you know, we talked about how we were waking up at two in the morning and yeah. just in this state of panic and anxiety about what was to come. Um, but I think because now we are in lockdown, we know what's to come, which is that nothing, absolutely nothing, hopefully, because we're all just going to be sat in our houses until they get um, a grip on things, which they sort of seem to be doing. But, you know, that fight or flight thing is exhausting. It puts your body in a state of, you know, permanent panic and you've got all that adrenaline and cortisol so I just reckon anyone who manages to, you know, get through the day without crying, you know, crying and manages to feed themselves and it doesn't have to be the healthiest food and, and keep their loved ones alive, mm. then well done. And keep a job at the moment. If you can do that, that's a good thing to do. Um, obviously, that's out of your control as well. But you know, And everything's out of your control. So I'm with you. Don't feel you have to learn a new language yeah. at this time. Bien sûr. <laughs> Um, also, um, on that fight or flight thing, there was a thing in the New York Times about how people are like doing things like getting in the shower with their glasses on and stuff because they're stress-induced scatterbrain moments. Mm. Like you forget your number, you wash your face with hair conditioner or put baby formula into your coffee maker instead of coffee and all that stuff. And it's just that they say it's perfectly normal. Yeah, I was doing worry that. about that at all. Yeah. I was doing a bit of that, and then I think, as I say, I think Australia's calmed down so much. But, I mean, can you imagine living in New York at the moment? Mm. You wouldn't be saying to New Yorkers, why don't you use your time wisely? No, like, that's the thing. You've you got to remember. Be... Yeah. Yeah, we're not all – and we're not all labelled to cope with extra stress on top of the things that we're already drawn to deal with. Yeah. But anyway, that's if right. you are, though, yeah, you know what you can do? Buy a sex toy. Oh, can you? Apparently, sales of sex toys are through the roof. I'm surprised they haven't sold out. Well, I think they probably have. A lot of them probably have sold out. There's something like 300% up rising, for want of a better word. Excuse me. (laughs) I was going to find the um, the actual thing. Here we go. 350% increase in sex toys during home isolation because we're all loading up on booze and self-fun, apparently. Any old who, let's talk about culture club. Culture club, culture club. Um, (laughs) What what have you you got? Oh, all right. Um, I watched Unorthodox, which is a um, four-part series. Yeah, our London listener Moira recommended this as well. It's it's good. It's, it's, um, I don't think I liked it as much as lots of people did. I really enjoyed, pardon? Netflix. Yes. So it's basically the story of a girl in Brooklyn, in Williamsburg in Brooklyn, who is a very, very traditional, what's the word? Ultra-conservative Hasidic Jew. 
and um, she flees to Berlin. I'm not giving anything away. This happens in the first yeah, episode. I watched the trailer, to be fair. So. <laughs> um, uh, to get away from it all. And, and then it's like they, they come after her to try and get her to come back and, and how she changes her life and everything. And it's based on a true story, but the true story is not is nothing actually like that. <laughs> it's a weird... It's a, it's a book by a woman called Deborah Feldman, but it's like they've changed a lot of it. But it's fascinating in that it's this really amazing insight into the world of those people. Mm. Like it's amazing. You just have no idea. And about why they're like they are and what women mean in that society and all that kind of stuff. But I felt like the, the show was a bit soapy in parts. Right. But everyone everyone likes it. And, I mean, you know, I watched all episodes of it and I yes. cried at the end. I did cry. All right. Mm. Okay. And she's amazing, the girl who is in it. The girl's name, I've forgotten now, who plays Etsy. Esty, I should say Etsy. She makes Etsy. <laughs> I actually got confused watching the trailer about that because it was like we can find Etsy. Etsy, where is she? And I, I it's Esty, is it's it not Esty? Like Esther. Esther. Okay, I was getting confused by that. Yeah, Thank you for explaining. The um, actress is called Shira Haas. She's amazing. She's this Israeli actress, and she shaves her head and everything like she does the full. The full thing, and it's amazing. There's this great scene where um, in the show where she's getting married and she has to shave her head for the first time and, you know, she's bawling her eyes out. Obviously it probably was her hair that they were actually Mm. shaving off. It's quite quite, um, emotional. Mm. Um, I I, I do recommend it, but I come with a caveat that I thought that some of the acting in in the bits when she was in Berlin were a bit rubbish and like the story is so implausible she gets to Berlin and she just suddenly meets all these people who then become her friends like that would never happen in real life no okay um I watched a film called yesterday Mm -hmm. did you watch it yesterday no I watched it on two days ago (laughs) that would have been been funny wouldn't it yeah um have you seen it I have did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did. But again, I, there was bits of it that I found That's were rubbish. Preposterous. <laughs> Absolutely preposterous, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Um, so it's basically it's a working titles film, and they're the people who it's Richard Curtis who makes all the Notting Hills and stuff. Um, I think he, they did Last Christmas. Did you watch that or not? No, I couldn't bring myself. To no. Um, so um, basically, there's an incident, and after the inc- across the whole world, and after the incident everyone's forgotten that the Beatles exist. So this musician pretends he's written all the Beatles songs um, and sort of becomes this global phenomenon, you know, phenomenon. (laughs) Phenomenon. That's it. He pals up with Ed Sheeran. Yeah, it pals up with Ed Sheeran and it's fine but completely stupid and ridiculous. I like the Um, idea of that, though. I think that's a clever... I wish I'd thought of that idea. Yes, um, but as my husband pointed out, Gary Sparrow did that years ago in um, what was that? What was that show? Good Night Sweetheart. Oh. Do you remember Good Night Sweetheart? No. Oh, that sitcom where he was a pub landlord, but he kept going back from time to World War Two. Anyway, and he used to sing the Beatles songs in the pub in World War Two, and everyone thought he was a genius. All right. Um, <laughs> Look, I did enjoy it and I did cry a little bit at the end, oh. but that's because I'm just very emotional at the moment. And watch it if you like, because it's all right. It's quite nice. Oh, it's better than better than a slap in the head. It is, yeah. Um, and then the other thing, because we're both doing some catching up on stuff, aren't mm-hmm. we? I have started watching The Windsors. Yeah. That was recommended by um, someone we'll call Fiona. Right. Um, 
um, and I long time listener, first time caller. Yeah, I think it's funny. Yeah, so, yeah. You, you're not mad for it, are you? No, I'm not. But my friend, we shall call him Todd, loves it, and he keeps on telling me to watch it. And I watch bits of it, and it's basically it's um, the royal family, and it's like they're all really chevy and and common and <laughs> like shagging each other, and you know, <laughs> really stupid. Fergie's quite good, actually. Fergie and the and Eugenie and Beatrice are great. Yeah. I think, but I just could never yeah. get on with the rest of it. I quite like Harry Enfield as Who's, Charles. Oh yeah, as Charles. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's all—it's like very short episodes, very silly. Um, I think that's the kind of thing I need at this time. Yeah, well, maybe that's maybe there'll be a huge upswing in the uh, yes in the viewing. I watched. I'm watching Shit's Creek for the same reason, in that it's stupid, but I cannot yeah. stop watching it. Which is the Eugene Levy Daniel Levy show about the family who lose all their money yes. and then go and live in a town that he pretended he bought for his son <laughs> as a joke when they were really rich called Shit's Creek, and it's just about them dealing with the fact they've got no money anymore. But David, who is the uh, Daniel Levy's character, is probably my favourite character on TV at the moment. Is, are they related? Yeah, they're father Daniel and son. And- Oh, okay. And also yeah. the daughters in it, Sarah Levy, I think her name is. She plays um, the waitress in the cafe. Right. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I have. We did start watching it, and I did like it, but not enough to sort of keep watching. Yeah. So yeah. Well, you know, we, it's just one isn't of those. It? It's one of those things, depending on your mood, yeah. isn't it? Isn't but it? it's all there on Netflix if you want to watch it. Yeah. I read a book. Mm. I read the new Anne Tyler. Now, what is it called? It is. It's lovely. Do you like Anne Tyler? Mm. I've been um, by her for a long time now. I probably have read everything she's ever written, I would think. Um, she's 78, you know. Mm. Isn't that amazing? Mm. Um, so her new one is called Redhead by the Side of the Road, and it's quite short, which is good for me at the moment. Um, and she just, Anne Tyler always sets her books in Baltimore, mm. and they're always very small-town America, and they're always quite small themes. Like, nothing really happens in her books, do they? <laughs> but she... <laughs> But she just draws these characters and these lives so beautifully um, that you get really sort of drawn into it. And mm. this one is about a very, very ordinary man called Mika. Mm-hmm. Um, and he lives this very ordinary, small, boring life. Um, and But then a few things happen to sort of bring a bit of um, life into his life. And it's how he deals with them. And um, it's absolutely gorgeous and very sweet, as her books often are. And I quite like it for this current time because we're all leaving, leading such small lives, aren't we? Mm, that's um, true. Yes. So that's, I think, why I enjoyed it because it, it's, she celebrates that. She doesn't denigrate it. She's, she's a, she celebrates these... Um, very ordinary worlds and I think that's quite nice at the moment because that's what we should be doing is celebrating the small things well if you're celebrating the ordinary world that I live in it would be <laughs> quite the boring tome let me tell you <laughs> well maybe you need to talk to Anne Tyler and get her to write a book about you imagine that's what she could do on the side to make some money now that things are a bit tight she yeah. could start writing about people's life Claire walked from the bedroom to the <laughs> lounge room and sighed <laughs> <laughs> Click up at eleven. <laughs> I, I I would read that. I mean. <laughs> Claire and Floyd had a conversation. Yeah. Um, speaking of things that to celebrate, you had a list of um, things to miss and not miss about being 
in lockdown, right? Yes, this came from um, an article by Hadley Friedman in The Guardian. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wrote, hold, hold on, what did she... The headline was, small talk and ready-made sandwiches, things I don't miss about normal life. So I made you hilariously <laughs> write your own list. Yes, I did write a list. So go on, what do, let's do, what right. do you miss? What I you miss, miss hugging, hugging people. Yes. Catching up for a drink. Yeah, and also, obviously, we're not talking about, you know, family and friends and loved ones and blah, blah, blah. So that's a given that we miss them. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. I don't really, yeah. Do miss them, of course. Um, getting on a plane. Yep. Um, planning a holiday. Yep. Sitting in my friend's houses, so not being yep. in my own house. Being in a restaurant. Yes. And Cos. Well, you're <laughs> going to be missing Cos for a long time. I know. It's actually, doesn't it shut completely? Yeah, but it's shut like every other store is shut. It's still there. It's just not. Oh, it will, will it reopen? Supposedly. Oh, I thought, okay, well, fingers crossed. Mm. I miss swimming. I'm desperate to go swimming. Oh. Um, Can you buy and a I blow-up pool and put it in your backyard or something? Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, and I miss travelling mm-hmm. and planning, and tra- you know, even planning to travel. Mm. You know, there's just no point, is there? No. Um, even though you sort of keep dreaming. And I miss driving with the music playing loud and singing along and doing road trips. We can't, you could still drive. Yeah, but you're only allowed to drive in your in your area. Like they're doing number plate recognition. Just if you drive around go too a lot. Just drive around. Well, they stop you, don't they? They're actually stopping you and saying, "What are you doing?" You could say, "I'm driving and singing." But that's a, but they've stopped people doing that. That's not on the list of things that are. It illegal. is. They find singing. They have fined people for going for a drive. Oh, for definitely fine. Yep. No, that's a true story. I know. I believe you. I just, I'm yeah. just you know, my nose is I know. joint. My nose is out of joint. <laughs> okay, what don't you miss? I don't miss commuting, although I don't really do that at the moment anyway. I yeah, don't miss traffic. That's on my list. Yes. I don't miss, like, buying a lot of shit, although I have to say I've started to buy a lot of shit online. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I don't miss it because I still do it. Um, I don't miss plane noise in the mornings because sometimes, because we don't live in the flight path necessarily, but we get some on the weekends. And so there hasn't been any aeroplanes at all, which is very weird. Yes. But I don't miss them. And finding a park in Westfield. Yesterday I went to Westfield and I got a park on the floor, the same floor as the shops, which is unheard of in our Westfield. Oh, my word. That is exciting. I know. There is a, um, there is a silver lining. I don't miss the same stuff as you, really. Mm. Commuting, spending all my money on stuff and noisy neighbours slash noise in general. Mm. That's what I don't miss. Mm. But I'd still be happy when this is over. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't wait to go and sit in a restaurant and say, hey, and give someone a massive tip as well because they'll be... Mm. Everyone be very happy, won't they? Yeah. We'll all be very happy. Yeah. And then you had one more little fun thing. What was it? About the days of the week. Oh, yeah. Our friend Naomi Toy, um, her and her husband Howard put something on Facebook where they categorised the days of the week. <laughs> and I just thought it was very amusing. So What came out on shop? Um, Saturday, mm. um, obviously. Yeah. So let, let me just get it up and I'll um, talk you through her their category. I pretty much agreed with it. With their, but you know, there was a lot of debate about it um, <laughs> online. Right. This is how 
This is how bored people are. Oh, that's not working. <laughs> Hold on. I can try and find it. Can you find it? Yeah. Oh, technology. Um, apologies. Slow interwebs. Uh, anyway, Howard, James, Adam and I have regular days of the week. For number one, Saturday. Number two, Friday. Number three, Sunday. Number four, Thursday. Then Monday. Then Wednesday. Then Tuesday. Tuesday comes in last. Yeah. What did you think about that? Um, oh, look, I don't. I, oh, I don't know. I guess no. For me, I'd say probably. Mm, mm, mm. Gosh, it's hard, isn't it? It is hard. So uh, let's let's just quickly, you know, lock it in. Saturday, agree, number one. Yeah. Friday, agree, number two. Mm, I could I could almost have Friday as number one as well because then you I know could. it's going into the weekend. I could almost have Friday as number Shall one. We? But, Shall we? Oh, but then yeah. Saturday you do do that thing, do do, you do do that thing where you wake up and you don't have to go to work. Yeah, okay, all right. Saturday, then Friday. Right, yeah. Saturday, Friday. Sunday, yeah. Yeah, I'd be tempted to put Monday at the bottom because it's the, at the start bottom. of the week, and you're like, oh god. Yeah, uh, I think Wednesday is pretty sucky. Do you? Yeah. All right, so Wednesday at the bottom. With yeah, Monday. I think Monday is a bit obvious. I think you're being a bit obvious there with your Monday is oh, the worst sorry, day. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, people. On that note. All right. Well. This is playing Devil's Avocado. I'm Claire Isaac. That was Elisa Sinclair being yeah. rude. Very rude. Um, we will see you on Thursday for more of this jolly fun. Um, come to the PDAs, which is yeah. our Facebook group. Um, we'll, share, um, we'll see if we can share toys, um, days of the week categorisation. Yeah. And you can also. Okay, yes. Okay. All right, speak to you then. Speak to you Bye. 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 <laughs>